Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Vinitali International Academy, announcing the 24th of our Italian Wine Ambassador courses to be held in London, Austria, and Hong Kong from the 27th to the 29th of July. Are you up for the challenge of this demanding course? Do you want to be the next Italian Wine Ambassador? Learn more and apply now at vinitaliinternational.com. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Listen in as we journey to some of Italy's most beautiful places in the company of those who know them best, the families who grow grapes and make fabulous wines. Through their stories, we will learn not just about their wines, but also about their ways of life, the local and regional foods and specialities that pair naturally with their wines, and the most beautiful places to visit. We have a wonderful journey of discovery ahead of us, and I hope you will join me. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. In this special Five Star Wines and Wine Without Walls edition, I'm delighted to shine a spotlight on Vini Centanni from Le Marche. Vini Centanni is just won a major and prestigious award, Miglior Cantina dell'Anno 2022 the Winery of the Year 2022 in the Wine Without Walls competition that took place in Vinitali in April. My guest today is Elisa Centani, who joins me from the cantina located in the Ascoli Piceno province of Le Marche. Buongiorno, Elisa. Thanks for being my guest today. How are you today? Good morning to everybody. I'm okay. Thank you very much. We're delighted to have you. Now, the Wine Without Walls is the section of five-star wines dedicated to wine that is produced certified organic, biodynamic, or by companies adhering to certifications of sustainability. The goal of Wine Without Walls is to spread awareness of sustainable viticulture, and it recognizes the commitment of producers like yourself in defining new horizons in the cellar and vineyard. So it's an important award and a great achievement, Elisa. So many congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, my aim today is to give our listeners the story behind the bottle. So before we go any further, can you tell us where you are, what your corner of Italy has to offer, why it's unique and special? I've just actually returned from the Ascoli Piceno province myself. I was there last week. So it's an area I love and know well, and I want our listeners to gain a a picture of where you are. We are situated in the south of Marche, in the province of uh, Ascoli Piceno, and uh, we are situated in a good valley. And the name of uh, this especially valley is Baldasso. Baldasso is uh, a good valley to produce uh, grapes because we are about uh, five kilometers from the sea and about 20 kilometers from the mountain. So we have an special climate to produce grapes. Yes, it's a really special area. Uh, We're in right, just to clarify for the listeners, we're right in the south of the Le Marche, almost overlooking Abruzzo. The Sibilini Mountains are rising above, and of course, the seaside is down below. And this this Valdasso is getting the influence of the sea breezes, the winds from the mountains, and keeping it, making it a very, very privileged area for growing grape. Yes, 
Sure. Now let's talk about organic farming, bio farming. And when did the Chentani family turn to organic farming? And why did you decide to to become organic bio? So our company uh, became organic about uh, 20 years ago because uh, my father, Mario, was um, a grape uh, producer and he sell our grapes to a big seller near us. And uh, after some year, at about uh, 2004, uh, the prices of grapes uh, unfortunately go down. And uh, my brother Giacomo was studied uh, to be an enologist. So we decided to produce with our organic grapes and organic wines. Organic means uh, um, we protect our grapes only with sulfur and copper. They are two organic uh, um, pr- uh, products to protect our grape, not to cure from the heat, because uh, sulfur and copper are organic uh, products product to protect our grapes. In fact, each eight days from um, April, to the end of August, uh, each eight days we go in the countryside to protect our grapes from the heat. Yes, I could. I can uh, understand the heat. Having been there last week, it was already beginning to get hot in uh, in the Ascoli Piceno area, an area I really love. Ascoli Piceno, one of my favorite small cities in all of Italy with that beautiful Piazza del Popolo, such a beautiful town scare. It's very, very, very beautiful. Now, organic involves much, a huge amount of work. You don't use chemical herbicides or chemical pesticides. So there's a lot of work in the vineyard, and there's also work in the cantina to create your certified organic wines. Yes, we have a lot of work. We have enough work to produce uh, uh, organic grapes and organic wines. But uh, we are very, very satisfied about our work because our customer drink a natural wine without chemical product. Absolutely. And that is not only... Uh, a great wine to drink from a health point of view, but that organic approach also gives more bright flavors in the wine. Or do you feel the wine itself has a different character from being grapes being cultivated organically? Yes. Yeah, it just improves the whole st- uh, structure and flavors that you're getting. Yes, the the perfume of the. The wines and in the mouth, uh, they are very, very good. Okay, I can understand that. Now, can we talk about the philosophy behind the Linea Vendemia Tardiva? 
because you have yes. a range of wines with it with this linea vendemia tardiva. Vendemia tardiva meaning late harvest. Yes, mean vendemia tardiva mean late harvest. The last portfolio wines that the company created two years ago. So, and this new portfolio wines is the the result of a long study. Because uh, during these years, uh, we have seen that our grapes lie longer than the, the grapes uh, not organic. And they live longer because they, uh, they are not stressed but the chemical product. So we have selected all our oldest grapes of our company and we have made a later harvesting and we have uh, created created a new portfolio wines dedicated to this project this portfolio wines is composed by uh, five um, five wines the first wine is cimula it's an Ospida Pasterina di OCG. And uh, this wine at the competition wine without walls received the best uh, point, 96 points. Italian Wine Podcast, part of the Mama Jumbo Shrimp family. Yes, that, let's let's just speak about the Passerina because this is the award, the Wine Without Walls Award, and I'd like to speak about that in a little more detail. Passerina is not a grape variety that we are very familiar with. It's really grown only in the Southern Marche. Is that right? Yes. And it's a really interesting grape variety, and this is a, a, a you know great achievement to have won this award for your Passerina from Ofida. Tell us a bit more about Yes, yes, I explained to you. Uh, Passerina is one of the most famous uh, grapes of this area. It's an especially grapes uh, cultivated in the south of uh, in the south of Marche, in our area. And Passerina uh, has uh, the denomination Ofida Passerina di OCG because the government selects an special area to produce Ofida Passerina di OCG. And the special area is uh, the area where we are. Okay, so it makes, and, and with this Vendemia Tardiva, you have a, a full, richer style of white wine? Yes, this Vendemia Tardiva line is composed by uh, five uh, wonderful wines. They are very, very good. They are persistent on the noise in the mouth. You can um, taste a lot of flour. It's very, very good to drink. Okay, full concentrated yes. wines that go well with the local foods. The um, And you also make a pecorino within this. Yes, within. the second white wine of Vendemia Tardiva is a pecorino. Pecorino, the, the name of Pecorino is Canapale, and uh, Canapale is a fantasy name 
dedicated to the big door of our little town. And um, in the past, Canapale was the biggest door of Montefiore del Lazo. And under this door, there is our oldest grapes of Pecorino. And we want to dedicate it to, to this important monument of Montefiore del Lazo to our wine. Pecorino as Pasterina as the DOCG denomination because the government as Pasterina decided to to give to this area this special especially nomination of Pida Pecorino di Ossigi. Okay, so that's another important white wine. Yes, it's another important one. Another full, big white wine. During the selection, uh, during wine without walls, Pecorino received 92 points. Okay, another very high rating. Pecorino from Ofida, I want our listeners to understand, is quite unique. Pecorino now is being found, planted in other parts of Italy, in Abruzzo and other areas. But the heartland, the homeland of Pecorino is Ofida, and it makes a, a Pecorino that is really wonderful, really full and structured and full of character. So I want our listeners to be aware and look out for the Pecorino from the Ofida DOCG. And the red wines you produce? The, then we have, uh, for Vendemia Tardiva, we have another type of Pecorino, but aged in the wood. Okay. So we have two types of Pecorino. Canapale is aged only in stainless steel. Instead, Pecorino, Legno, is aged in stainless steel, in um, wood too. For six months. Okay. And then you have uh, red wines too, from again, from the traditional grapes grown in the Ascoli Piceno province. Yes, yes. We produce a Rosso Piceno Superiore. The name of uh, this wine is Renarie. And uh, the, the composition of this particular red wine is uh, 80% of Montepulciano and 20% of uh, uh, Sangiovese. Okay. This wine aged uh, for um, one year in stainless steel, one year in a big barrel, and one year in the bottle before to be selling. Okay. That sounds very, very nice. I love the Rosso Piceno uh, red wines at Montepulciano, adding a lot of color and fruit and, and, and power. Yes, it's a wonderful wine, a spicy wine, but at the same time, it's very, very fruity and in the mouth, it has a good structure. Can we turn now to the cucina of your area? Uh, some of the foods, because your wines are wines, and when you're talking about them, Elisa, you're making me want to have something to eat. These are wines to enjoy with food. And I know the cuisine of Ascoli Piceno is really wonderful. Tell us about what some of the best local foods are that would go well with your wines. So, mm, the most famous uh, dishes of uh, Ascoli Piceno are uh, Oliva alla Scolana. I, I don't know if, do you know what are Oliva alla Scolana? I do. I love them. To me, Oliva Ascolana is the best drinking snack you can have. They're so good with a glass of wine. Yes. Explain to our listeners what an Oliva Ascolana is. Oliva Ascolana is an especially type of Oliva. 
called uh, Ascolana and uh, in it there are uh, meat and then uh, it's fridged in the oil. So it can, in, in this area is the most famous dishes and uh, normally you can eat it uh, during uh, an aperitif uh, or uh, as a second dishes. Uh, you can choose. Yes, it's so wonderful. Uh, in Ascoli Piceno, uh, the population eats Oliva La Scolana all time. Yes, just on the streets wrapped in a paper cone. Such a nice street food. Yes, and uh, in May there is uh, a big party in Ascolipiceno called uh, Fritto Misto and the the most famous uh, dishes of this um, party is Oliva Nascolana. Okay, and the Fritto Misto Ascolana. Yes. That has uh, another, uh, that has other things with it. The, the lamb chop, the Oliva Ascolana, and also, curiously for us, the crema, the fried custard. Crema fritta, yes. Which is very unusual for us. It's sweet along with the meat. Yes. But very typical for your area. Yes, crema fritta too is very, very typical for our area. So you like that mix of savory and sweet? Yes, because it is a mix of eggs, sugar, and flour. And then uh, you put it in the oil to be fridged. But they are sweet. Yes, it's a really, really lovely, um, different uh, Italian take on fritto misto, which perhaps we've encountered in other areas. But that of Ascoli Piceno is, is truly unique. Are there any other dishes that you would like to mention that are typical of Ascoli Piceno? Yes, another typical dishes of this area um, are maccheroncini. Maccheroncini. Do you know what are maccheroncini di Campofilone? No, I don't know. Campofilone is a, a little town near Montefiore del Lazo. Okay. Montefiore del Lazo and Campofilone are near. And in Campofilone there is... A, a typical pasta made with eggs and uh, flour, okay? And uh, the name is Maccheroncini di Campofilone. And what sugo would you have with that? Uh, the best sugo you can uh, you can prepare for Maccheroncini are uh, red sugo with meat. Okay. And the first uh, weekend of August, there is a big party in Campofilone dedicated to Maccheroncini. Okay, a Sagra di Maccheroncini. Yes, Sagra di Maccheroncini, yes. Okay, that sounds like a fun a fun day out for people to come to the country to enjoy the foods. So you can spend a good holiday in this area. Yes, absolutely, and you could enjoy the foods and the local wines. I imagine with that macaroncini, with the with the sugo di carne, you would be having the rosso piceno? Yes, absolutely. It's a good, uh, the best uh, wine you can drink with the macaroncini is rosso piceno superiore. Okay, and you mentioned as well that you are only 10 kilometers from the sea from San Benedetto del Tronto, a very important fishing port. Yes. So fish is also important in the local diet. Uh, San Benedetto del Tronto is near us, about uh, near our area, about uh, a quarter. But is the one of the most one of the most important seasides of this area. San Benedetto del Tronto. Okay, and so wonderful fish. Yes. From San Benedetto. Wine, uh, fish that would go very well with your full style of red, of white wines, the Passarina, 
and the pecorino wines. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. With the, the fish, uh, you can uh, eat uh, in San Benedetto del Trondo. You can drink pastelina and pecorino. Okay. Well, you've really given us a very, very uh, nice picture of the area you are. As I say, it's an area I love, and I think it has so much to offer to visitors. As you mentioned, Aliza, going into the Sibellini Mountains, where it's cooler, yes. beautiful walking. You've got the beautiful mixed countryside around Olfida, which is interesting because it's not just monoculture, not just vines, but other crops, the woods, very, very beautiful. And then, of course, you have the seaside at San Benedetto del Tronto. So it's an area that has lots to offer visitors with the historic city of Ascoli Piceno. In this area, there are a lot of, of uh, little towns to be visited. Yes, absolutely. And I hope our visitors, because I think for uh, many people, Le Marche is still undiscovered. And in the southern part of Le Marche, maybe even more so, people aren't uh, visiting it as much as they should. And I hope that your talk will encourage people to both visit the area and to discover your wines. Yes, yes, yes. Elisa, it's been really, really great chatting to you. You're a wonderful ambassador, not only for Vini Centani, but also for the whole Ascoli Piceno area. It's been a real pleasure to meet you. You are very, very kind. And... Uh... Uh, you can spend a good holiday in the market and you can visit Vinicentani. Yes, definitely. And I hope that the next time I'm in your area, I'll have a chance to come visit you and meet you myself and try your wonderful wines. Thank you very much to you. Grazie. Well, thank you very much, Elisa. And uh, ciao for now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Italian Wine Podcast, brought to you by Vinitali Academy home of the gold standard of Italian wine education. Do you want to be the next ambassador? Apply online at vinitaliinternational.com for courses in London, Austria, and Hong Kong, the 27th to the 29th of July. Remember to subscribe and like Italian Wine Podcast and catch us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever you get your pods. You can also find our entire back catalog of episodes at italianwinepodcast.com. guys, I'm Joy Livingston and I am the producer of the Italian Wine Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began. This is a labor of love and we are committed to bringing you free content every day. Of course, this takes time and effort, not to mention the cost of equipment, production and editing. We would be grateful for your donations, suggestions, requests and ideas. For more information on how to get in touch, go to italianwinepodcast.com.